change It's like my dreams out of reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have to speak Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and it's so good. You're on Pastor Phil Welcome to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Yo, welcome back, Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. And we are here again on this Sunday, and we are got some great insights and some great uh, uh, conversations around the DJ. We got five elements of hip hop, four visible elements. It is the graffiti artist. It is the breaker. It is the MC and the DJ. And we got some great DJs on the show that we're going to be talking to uh, about where's the DJ at? Is the DJ relevant anymore in hip hop? And all of these realities that uh, seem to, seem to be different to this generation of uh, of young cats. So who's in the booth with me? You know, because we got a booth. We in one big booth. You don't, you don't know we got one booth with one microphone. Who's in the booth with me? My co-host, my host, my host. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's up, y'all? It's Pastor Jay. Y'all already know what we do. So glad to be here with my boys. <laughs> yes, yes. Talking about one of my favorite elements of hip hop, turntablism, the DJ. <laughs> Yo, what's good? This is your boy, DJ Ruckus. Happy to have this conversation about this topic and happy that my other boy is on the line with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And who is that cat? Who is that DJ? What's his name? What's up? This is DJ Rock on. Can you hear me? We hear yes, you, sir. bro. Yes, sir. We can hear you good. We can hear you good. Good to be with y'all. <laughs> yep. Yep. Blame it on the sound, man. Blame it on the DJ. It didn't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we are here, man. And, uh, you know, the, the four visible elements, hip hop, the fifth element of hip hop is knowledge. And, um, you know, we, we talk about, uh, um, um, you know, real talk about hip hop, the church in the street, but, but, but as we dig breaking down different elements and talk about the, the DJ today, um, the question really we're going to ponder with DJs in the building, like, is the DJ relevant? You've got cats now who are producers and rappers, you know, Kanye and other cats like that, right? And all, uh, young guys on the block, man, I want to make beats. I want to make beats. Ain't nobody, they're not talking about being a DJ. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 Eric B and Rakim. Back in the day, artists had their names or their DJs with them. Run DMC and Jam Master J, right? Um, I don't even know a Christian hip hop band right now, group, that I can list and say that gave love to the DJ. Can anybody? Think of that, like, like I mean, Cross Movement had who was a DJ early on. They had Earthquake, and then they it, got uh, official. Oh, DJ official, DJ yeah. official, yeah. yeah. Earthquake, Cleve, Cleve was a DJ. Yeah. His name is Cleveland. Cleve was a DJ, and then Earth as uh, Earthquake, <laughs> and then. But you don't find even in even in Christian hip hop artists, you know, it's D one and DJ so and so. It's none mm. of that. It's it's, mm. it's none of that, right? Um, and I don't know if this culture even recognizes the depth and the impact um, that the DJ had and the, and the, and the reality of the culture uh, couldn't move without the DJ. Cool Herc from Kingston, Jamaica, right, comes into the BX and kills it with this whole, they call him Hercules. That's where Cool Herc came, right? And these big old speakers he had in his car and he's driving around. And um, he's creating this whole sound and doing unique things with the DJ. All kind of stories talk about uh, on on the death of of the of rhythm and blues, uh, the great author talks about how one DJ would turn their light on, uh, um, 
as a way that they're they're about to play another record while the other DJ was finishing their record or whatever the case was. It was like no two turntables at the time, and that's how the parties kept it moving. And you got you got uh, Grandmaster Flash who tinkered around with electronics and created the mixer. I mean, all these unique things that these casts are really trying to. They were the leader. They were the point to um to the artistry, right? And so without the DJ, you just got a cat beatboxing, you know what I mean? And, 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 and making some moves with that. So DJ's in the studio with us today. Talk to me. What, what about the DJ, the relevancy of the DJ? Just, just school us up. The relevancy of the DJ is the DJ needed. Is the DJ needed anymore in this generation? Well, I think most definitely the DJ is, is needed. I think if, if you just know your hip hop history, like you said, you know, it started off with the DJ, it started off with the DJ supplying the beats, the music, and, and reality is the DJ is also the producer, um, not just the producer of beats, but to the producer of the atmosphere, to creating the atmosphere, creating the vibe, as we would say today. And, um, you know, that starts, that's just a history part of DJing. I started off um, here, my, my late brother, DJ Rock On, the original DJ Rock On, um, DJ in the, in the early and um, mid to late 80s. And um, he was inspired by DJ Scott LaRock, um, which was KRS-One's DJ back in the day. And he passed away in the um, mid eighties, but, um, but it wasn't until I met DJ Frankie Cutlass in 2001 mm -hmm. in New York city in Coney Island that I saw him actually taking, you know, hip hop music and Christian, you know, Mary, 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 and yes. kind of blending them together. And really on the sidewalk of Coney Island, he was, he was just doing, he was, he was innovative and in just creating and producing this atmosphere um, that was amazing. And I went up to him afterwards and I said, man, I want to, I want to do that, man. I, he said, man, if God put it on your heart to do that. And do it. And so for me, I went, I, I love to, um, to create. And I think that's one of the gifts God has given us the ability to create. And so for me, it's creating, um, not only the, the beats, but it's creating the, the environment. And I think that's what you have to understand with DJing. It's not just playing, press and play. It's artistry. Uh, yes. it's, it's learning how to, um, to, to count the BPMs, you know, the beats per, per minute, right? It's learning how to, to, to take a party or atmosphere and to be able to, to just keep it going on the background, you know? So I think that's missing and, and not just the Christian, you know, hip hop, but it's, it's missing all, all the way around. And I think right. uh, corporations have come in and, and really just, just dismantled hip hop culture. And, and so in many ways, but, but the DJ, yeah, it's still, it's still relevant. I mean, and I think today, and lastly, uh, DJs, there's, there's so many dope DJs that are, are, are producers, legendary producers. And so, yeah. um, you know, we don't have the classics without Pete Rock, DJ, DJ Pete Rock and, um, DJ Premier, um, DJ High Tech, you know, we, and many, many others. We, we just don't have, and even Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre started off as a DJ. Uh, and, right, yeah. and so, so I think you have, DJ is still relevant and, um, yeah. it's an important part of the well, culture. Christian hip hop DJ promote. Yeah. I mean, yes. yeah. Carlos, Carlos doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's like one generation doesn't even know, like everything you're talking about, like doesn't even know the, 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 the validity of, of, of turntablism in, in that context. You know what I mean? Not only just of this artistry, but like, yo, like what you talk about, like when you, when you saw, um, What's my man? You just said in New York, um, who's Frank, doing it? Frankie Cutlass. Frank, Frank, yeah, I got. A, I remember when you said his name. I got a couple of songs through through back in my head and some CDs he was mixing back in the day like that, right? But it's like, yo, I could probably do this. Like what you saw that you said, I could probably that, that even the testimony of what that could look like, yo, I can do that, you know. Mm -hmm. And being able to use that gift 
um, um, to impact impact uh, the culture. Uh, what do you say, T? Yeah, so I think that, you know, the DJ is still relevant. You know, I believe that the DJs were your first A&Rs. They were also some <laughs> of the first producers, right? Um, if you are an artist and you don't have a DJ as part of your crew, you're missing out because a DJ mm. can add value. They can add quality. They're going to tell you if what you're putting out sucks or they're going to tell you <laughs> if you need a different beat or how you can ride the beat a little bit better because all they're doing is listening to music all day long, right? All they day, know what day. what people like because they spend most of their time trying to perfect that craft of pleasing the people. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I love that uh, Rock On talked about his influences and he's from the East Coast, right? Me, mm-hmm. being from Chicago, the Midwest, a lot of my influences, you know, while I, I, I did love the East Coast DJs and hip hop, my influences were more local DJs that rocked house music, you know. Mm-hmm. And so my, my love for, for DJing came from growing up in, in the neighborhood and block, block club parties and backyard parties mm-hmm. and watching watching family members who were DJs back then rock the party and everybody getting out there doing all the dance moves. And we go from hip hop to house music and back and forth. And, and so it was it was just. I saw that control. I was like, oh, man, he, he controlling the crowd, how he play, yep. how whatever he puts on is what dictates how they start to dance and how crazy they go. And so that was my my love for it. And so, I, you know, I grew up listening to uh, a lot of the, the radio DJs here in Chicago with Bulu Masters and and some a lot of the house DJs just listening to a lot of them. And, and that's where my my love from DJing came from. And then, you yeah. know, eventually I got to work with a lot of Christian hip hop artists. And uh, I remember um, one of the artists I got to work with was Point Ash. And he had this verse that was cold. And I gave him this biggie beat. And I said, you need to you need to spit that over this. And he was doubting me. And one day we he didn't he didn't want to rock it at the show. And so I threw it on anyway. And he was just like, oh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Roll with it. And man, <laughs> the boy killed the show. And he was just like. I doubted you, bro. I was like, don't doubt me. He's like, I just didn't want to. I was like, that Biggie beat is cold. What's your verse on it, bro? So, you know, uh, DJs are yeah. still relevant and needed. They're your A&Rs. They are. They are, man. man. I, think, I think it is those who manipulate the culture, right? Those who create a, a separation of, of, of the culture have caused that kind of harm where where we don't need to have a DJ and a rapper. Let's just pay for the D- the rapper mm-hmm. and just play your music on a track, on a dat. You don't remember the dat? You don't remember the dat player? <laughs> the dat player. <laughs> you know, in order to just save money or to separate, and all, but in uh, uh, not even unbeknownst to them, they knew what was going on. They're they're creating this separation, this this um, this divorce between the two, right? And 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 in losing losing uh, that rhythm. You're right. I mean, when the DJ. Before a show, you go to any show, any show, hip hop show, a DJ going to set the tone. Mm-hmm. It's going to set the tone. And you're right. like, man, I was, I went to a con, forget what it was, man. I think it was a music soul child and between the different artists. It wasn't even uh, um, Kid Capri because Kid Capri can turn a joint out. But yo, it was a DJ and everybody, nobody wanted the next artist to come on. We were like, yo, right. bring the DJ right. back. Bring right. the DJ yeah. back. Right. <laughs> right. I, I love like, I think one of the reasons why 
I find myself gravitating to people who do like to DJs, you know, it's like as friends as people I hang around is because they are the people that are always up on music that you need to know about. Yeah. Like right. I love, I could say like just a few last week we went out to dinner, me T and all these people, me and Ruckus and our wives and folks from the church. And he's sitting there. It's, Little, it's this music playing in the background on this iPad. <laughs> I couldn't even hear it. I'm enjoying my burger, all that. Every two seconds, he got his phone up on Spotify. Like, what is this? What is this? What is this? Like, he was, I'm like, how do you even hear that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't even hear it. And then he's sending me songs and then Terry, you know, DJ Rocco, like, he would always be like, yo, I just found this. I'm finna shoot it to you now. Shoot it to you. And I'm like, Ooh. man, it's so much music I would have never heard yeah. because I don't have the ears they had mm-hmm. yeah. as DJs. And that's what I think is missing. <laughs> from the culture we're not as creative because when you take the dj out a person who is naturally inclined to hear music in a different way than you do then you can't be as creative right like that's why mcs were second and djs were first because djs were driving the creativity and and mcs were keeping the party going while the dj was doing their thing you know what i'm saying like yeah i just love it i love it i love y'all brothers man you know, I, I used to tell cats, man, when cats would hear me, they, they stuff to listen to their demos. And I'd be like, you know, I'm going to be able to tell within the first, probably the first second, first three seconds, <laughs> if this is going to be whack or not. They didn't believe me. And I had a lot of crates, man, just full of music that was just whack because I put it in. I'm going to give you about five to ten seconds. I'm listening to the production and I'm going to listen to how you coming in on it. And once I hear it, I'd be like, that's whack. <laughs> and you wouldn't even you wouldn't you wouldn't go to the next song. Maybe the next song was a better song. Hey, I'm gonna give you about four songs. Okay. <laughs> four songs <laughs> in. It's, after that, it's it's a wrap. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I think really, and also too, I agree with all what y'all said. I think if you do a live show, right, um, you can't just have a iPad, iPad, and you, because a DJ also can 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 you know determine okay the crowd's not feeling this I'm gonna switch it up right mm-hmm. and so it's 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 a it's live kind of movement and so it's almost improv okay you know yeah. what that song I had planned is not working I got to switch it to keep the crowd going to keep the crowd energized but I, I would say this though. I think there there is a generation that loves making beats, right? And I would say, hey, the, for those who love making beats and just you know, let's 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 take that beat making kind of creativity and let's put that in a live setting and see how you can you know learn how to like continue the like wow. the, the the DJing and creating at the same time. So I think it, it, there's there's a there's a bridge we can cross with the mm. beat makers and the producers to say, hey, right. Clay, let's let's take that live and, and see DJ how... DJ Moral One. Get DJ Moral One on this board, yep. man. Exactly. DJ exactly. and produce. He'd be doing like like beat battles, produce, production battles or whatever the case is, man. And But you're right. I mean, there is a certain ear that a DJ has, man. I think my wife's a DJ, right? Uh, K-Killer. Uh, <laughs> um, as a DJ named K-Killer. Um, because when we was in college, man, she this is a cassette tape. She took some song that was cold and she mixed in Michael Jackson with the howling sound, you know, with, with, um, on a thriller. And she then took the howling sound on a cassette tape and mixed in a whole other song. I was like, we was in the room back in the day with the cassette just jamming. Like, oh my God, who did it? I did this. Killer K, Killer K. <laughs> um, but there was a certain ear that like, like listen to, to, to a song and, and, and seeing what's, what it is on uh, on on Spotify, whatever, so you could you could uh, SoundCloud, where you can, you, where you know that song will bridge into another uh, another mix. And I and 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 rock on and uh, uh, Ruckus, y'all have been into Firefest, 
and stuff is kind of mellow or doing whatever folks are about to do something and y'all up here DJ and all of a sudden y'all play some I'm like yo women who where, I run out where's the DJ playing this song right here you know what I'm saying you know being able to have a real heart for the culture yo this is church on the block we're talking about DJs y'all we'll be right back church on the block we'll talk about hip hop the church and the streets so listen, y'all, we got DJs in the booth with us. Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Sirius XM, Holy Culture Radio, one Channel 154. Like, what was the first uh, mix y'all had? Like, when you, like, I, I know you probably had to practice it a couple of times to finally get, but like, what were the songs, what was like the songs, inspirational moves? Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to blend this with this. Skill spin, skill spin. The, 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 white, yes. the white dude? Yeah, uh, no. no, no, the other he not African American brother. Okay, um, okay. But I, I saw him DJ, and I went back, and I just remember um, trying to like I had I didn't have the DJ equipment at the time, but I started. I, I, that's when um, you can make the uh, the mix CDs, right? And Ooh. so I remember putting a lot of um, mix CDs together. And Corey Red was Corey Red was a part of that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Todd Bangs. Um, Ooh, these are these are, these are some Todd old Banks. you know old uh, Raiders of the Lost. You know, yeah, um, yeah. so I, I tried to do a lot of, you know, kind of the underground tunnel rats. These are these are these are legendary underground yes. hip hop, you know, groups yes, and right. artists. And so yeah. I tried to I tried to really make a mix CD. And I remember my first my first show, I didn't have equipment. I had a microphone and I had CDs and I knew every break in the CD. I know when the, the beat would break and, <laughs> and, and I would and I would be doing I, I did a, I did a New Year's Eve party with no equipment, just a microphone and some CDs. And I was like, oh, you know, and but that was that was that was kind of what I, I heard. Right. I didn't have the equipment and I didn't have the money to buy this equipment. And so but That's as soon box. as soon as I got the equipment, I started, you know, doing a lot of, you know, um, at the time, you know, Grits and, and then DJ Official, those were they they was they were DJs with Christian hip hop artists that I tried to really like um, you know, just yeah. follow and stuff. So yeah, Yo, you remember yeah. DJ Madge? He was the other one. Yes, DJ, DJ Madge. Madge. Like he had some great mixtapes. Yeah, he did. did. Yes, did. yes. Um, full did. plates. He had a, he had yeah, a, a, full a, plates. He had an yes. album called Full Plates back in two thousand one, and that was yeah. that was that was. I mean, and he said something that really challenged me. He said he said um, some DJs are weak, like those who only play CDs. Right. And at the time, so it was like a personal challenge, like, yo, I need to learn how to I, I need to learn how to DJ with turntables, like because um, CDJs were like the thing back in the early 2000s. So but, you know, I took it as a personal challenge to learn how to how to DJ myself. But, yeah, it, I tried to I tried to hear, you know, what I heard. I tried to emulate, you know, just try to copy in my, my dorm room. And that's what I did in, in college when I was in a, when I wasn't running. I, I was, you know, I was on scholarship, but when I wasn't running and traveling with the team, I was in my dorm room just creating music. That's yeah. all I did. Yeah. You, you got some mixes that like, 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 like this is only for me because this mix is, I, I don't want to even put this out. Yet. Yeah. I did a mix with, okay. So back in 2001, um, Urban D had a song um, about his father who was in the hospital at the time. And it was a it was a acapella joint he had on his and he he always created he always he was a hip hop artist that always created tracks for the DJs all his acapella stuff and I took the fifth the fifty cent beat in the club and I put um, Urban D with it and it was and, and and that 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 was a that was a the mix that I did that everybody the people who were who Christian non Christian they were like yo that's how where'd you get that from I'm like I made it. 
Like <laughs> with, 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 you know, this was before YouTube. This was before Spotify. And this was this wow. was before you know. So I you know so it was it was it was artists like you know those artists that I tried to really like snatch up hey. their, you know. So their, so their, so their. so walk with me with the science with that. So the the cadence of how he spit that about his pops complimented that in the club. Uh, 50 cent and your and your in your logic of it or you sped up something or you did something to make it like like just like understanding that dynamic that's crazy right so like so it goes back to my brother when he was a dj we before it was all digitized digitalized you had to count the beat per minute and so i would be able to okay and a lot of early hip-hop music is about 90 90 you know mid 90s you know 95 you know like the yeah. like now now is like that's like 94 beats per minute and so um so the, I counted the beats per minute, and then I was able to m- blend the cadence of the acapella, and I was able to slow it up, speed wow. it down. Um, you know, so that's that's basically just learning. It's like almost doing math without a calculator, right? <laughs> and so you, exactly. you 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 know how to you know do math without a calculator. You man, if your calculator break, you still good. And that's right. that's that's how you really. That's how I, you know, a real DJ, how you really, you, you used to learn before everything is digitalized, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's speeding up, slowing down and just, and then, was, and then if it didn't work, you try it again. You just kind of do it over God, and over again. So you got that right. I was with some young artists, man. We went to a studio, young cats, high school wise, and they went to the studio and this dude, he must've, he was a DJ as well, but he's producing, um, and they were rhyming. He said, just rhyme acapella, rhyme your song. Okay. Now do this, do that. All acapella. He said, and then he dropped like four or five different beats with the different cadences. And I was like. Where did this come from? He knew just like what you're talking about, the that that beats per minute and what would drop in between. And that to me, man, is just that's genius. That's genius. What what, what you say, Ruckus? I mean, Ruckus, like uh, uh, house music, that would even me to me even more complicated. Like just like the the I don't know the beats per second or beat per minute. Like with that, but that's just like you know, it's just a lot more. Uh, it's just a lot more juice in that song <laughs> to think through the mathematics of that boy. You know what I mean? It's just. It's just a lot more going on uh, in my perspective because I'm not a DJ uh, of what that would be to mix that thing, man. You know, what What do you think is is the reason why? I mean, we could throw the labels and stuff like that, but I'm talking about artists themselves, maybe not pursuing maybe a DJ um, to talk to, to 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 engage in 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 their artistry. Well, I think the the industry's changed. Um we see more artists now in the forefront of things and they don't see why they need a DJ or they think that they can get by with just letting somebody push a button and play the music. They don't see the value of having a DJ with them doing their set or helping them make decisions around uh, the music or what to play or how to play it or how to perform a song. Um, Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the re- I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I, if I go to a party and I'm seeing a DJ, I'm like, yo, this this person need to be making music, like you know, beyond just this party situation. It just seemed like, are there DJs out there that you know? Because if you, it, it's kind of like if you don't if you don't see breaking on a regular basis, if you don't know breaking is happening at the firehouse and break battles, you'll think breaking is gone. Like when we mm-hmm. we interviewed Jarius, uh, it was like people asked me, Man, yeah, we got a break dance. They still breaking now? Are you serious right now? Right. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if cats aren't seeing that, recognizing the opposite of hiring a DJ to be between the artists, uh, seeing the value of it in that context. 
Well, if you look at the industry, the industry standard is not the DJ in the forefront. You got artists now out here disrespecting all types of DJs, putting their hands on DJs. That's so that's not what everybody sees. This new generation knows they think the DJ is just somebody who goes and plays at a club or plays at your party. Gotcha. You know, they don't see the relationship between the, the DJ and SJ, say the MC and <laughs> and how they rock together and how they work together to to make everything work together in, in a beautiful you know, as beautiful as it is. I mean, I've, I've went and see jazz DJ, jazzy Jeff and yeah. man, you talking, <laughs> you talking phenomenal, right? <laughs> you know, just phenomenal. I mean, we, we just went to, we went to the Wu-Tang concert. We saw uh, the DJ that, that rocked, that rocked the stage before Wu-Tang and everybody else came out. He did an excellent job. Stretch. Right. Stretch, man. Killed the show. Stretch, man. You know, his, his house music was a little suspect, but, I appreciate it that he threw it in there for us. You know, <laughs> he did. He did some homework to get to know what the Midwest Chicago crowd liked. Uh, so he did yeah. some homework. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And if he wasn't there, we would have been bored, complaining, upset, and like mm-hmm. you know, he created. He created. He set the table. Yeah. So that so that the art the artists you know Wu Tang Busta Rhymes Nas that they could they could you know, they could flourish, right? right? He yeah. set the table and he even said, I'm going to sit down and watch, yeah, <laughs> you know, but right. he, he, mm-hmm. he set the table and allowed. And I think, I think it's not just about the old school, like, yeah, back in the day, the old school, yeah, they had a DJ. No, I no, you need a DJ. If you're an artist today, um, you need a DJ now, yeah. right? You yeah. need, you need a DJ, <laughs> you need a DJ that's going to, like, like Rucker said, enhance your, right. your performance and be able to help, co-pilot you as you navigate you know the crowd and the audience you know and and it may you know so yeah when i when i was talking about how the dj is the a and r i had a period of time where i started taking artists to the studio and working with them uh even my brother uh when he was rapping and i would always be like all right you did good in the booth now i want you to to read it you know let learn your verse I would challenge him. I'd be like, learn your verses. Don't read it off paper because I can tell when you're reading off the paper. And he was like, really? I was just like, yeah, I can tell when you're reading off the paper. I was just like, so I want you to go back home, learn that verse again. Then we're going to come back. And then I want you to spit that verse again and see how and hear how it sounds. I've done that with so many artists. They'd be like, dang, that came off. You know, it sounds so much more alive. I said, yeah, because now the words are in you and they're coming out of you. You know it, right. you know? So <laughs> right, right, right. Bro, I, I get a lot of trouble when I say this as an MC myself, but I tell people all the time, like until you have a DJ, you're probably not an MC. Ooh. And people be like, yo, what? And I'm like, yo, you can be a rhymer, you can, you can, you can even be a good rapper. Like you can put flows together, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But performance-wise, putting on a show, being able to change, freestyle, see what's feeling good. Man, I my best shows I have ever done have been when I have a DJ behind me who just drops a track I would have never thought to drop, who pushes me to do something I never would have done, or we get creative. And while we getting creative, they just doing something else in the background to just take it to the next level. Me and DJ Rock On have done that so many times. We're like, man, we thought we was going to do this. And the show ends up becoming something completely different. Because how are you going to be a master of ceremonies as an MC? How are you going to be an MC? Right. Unless right. you got somebody who's already set up the table and got the, the, the party going. What are right. you mastering? You see what I'm saying? Right. So 
you know, Nas, I feel you. All you need is one mic, but not to be an MC, right? Yep. <laughs> you know, you need a DJ that's going to set the table for you first, man. I just believe that 100%. Yeah. 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 I mean, tell me this between Jay and, 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 and uh, Rock On as an MC and a DJ, tell me that, 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 that dance, that move, that, that, that rhythm that way. Just break that down. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like, just the pure hip hop in that context, but but emphasizing what you're just saying, Jay, in that, in that rhythm. I think for for me, I'm, and I've I've rocked with Jay many times. I'm looking at the crowd, right? Okay. As I as as his back is to me, I'm looking left, right, and seeing how the crowd is, how how what's the vibe is, and I can I can tell, like you know what, if we need to pivot in another direction, you know what, I'm I'm already going to pivot. So I think it's about knowing, you know, knowing your you know your your partner. But also just looking and, and, and feeling and seeing the crowd, reading the crowd. Now they ain't feeling that. Now you know what we need. To, we need to go a little deeper. You know what we had. We had a party joint. Now we need to be a little bit more somber. We need to mm-hmm. kind of hit. You know. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's 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 me helping again, co-piling and say, Jay, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah, you're right. You know. Um, so. And sometimes that's, that's, without that's, you no know. words, sometimes without no yes. words, right? Like there have been the times where I'll be, yeah, just do the music. I'll be rocking and I can, and it's like maybe the song will end or something to happen and I'm still rhyming. And because of what, or what the topic has been, he'll drop a track behind it. And then you'll hear me go, Woo! cause like, I know from what he dropped, where he wants me to go next. Ah, you know? look at that, look at and that. I can feel it. I'm like, yo, okay, yeah, I hear you back there, DJ. You know what I'm saying? Ah. And so but the audience may not even know what's going on. They might think all of that's choreographed, yeah. but it's not. It's like, ooh, okay. Yo, <laughs> yo, now it takes me to a different place than I would have went before that. So I just love it, man. Yeah. And, and I'll say this real quick. Sometimes Jay, you know, Jay will be rocking. He'll say something, right, in his rhymes. And I'm like, oh, let me, let me bring a Dr. King... Dr. King said the same thing or somebody mm-hmm. somebody said the same thing and let me let me drop it in and it's like wow it enhances what he's already saying like oh, it's like yo let me I got it right here and so that's that's part of it too is just you know Man. feeling and you know and so it's a very very important um very important you know element that's really really needed and missing in, in a lot of a lot of hip hop artists Man, my DJ was called DJ No Good. He never, he never helped me. Like I was up there, he just <laughs> DJ No Good. He just bounced. I'm like, I'm turning around. He gone. I couldn't understand <laughs> why'd you play this Ella Fitzgerald song right here. I can't rhyme on Ella Fitzgerald right now. I don't know what was going on. DJ No Good. I hope you're listening. <laughs> DJ No Good. <laughs> hope you're working. Yeah. Hope, hope you're working on a Friday when it's busy on a Friday and you lose your job on a Friday. Go ahead. <laughs> Yo, um, so I, I just want to say the other thing that's really important is it helps me to realize as we started rocking together, how important it was for people to see turntablism. Oh, no doubt. Like yes. at its core. Right. Like they, I know what's going on behind me and all of that, but people don't really know how much work is going into what he's doing. And so I would start sitting down like I'm just, this whole set is just you like just do it <laughs> so that people can see like the magic that's happening up there right. and see that this is a instrument yeah and what we started finding out was that would end up being people's favorite part of the show because they right. it's lo- it's a lost art people don't see that anymore yes right a meaningful dj set that's not just about getting you dancing but like speaking to you yes. through the turntable so i love when t does man. that man and it and that's what that's what djing is man we need to do that we need to have not just a fire fest we need to have a separate saturday night service which i mean something which like i don't know 
you know, how I am, like 10 DJs, but whatever. But, but you know, especially Dean Turns, get Dean Turns come up there, he's going to play his main album. But being able to have that reality of awareness of the gift of that, right? And, and, and cats from all different eras and doing that, that might be just a way. And then maybe annually have that, have that happen. And maybe cats talk about their, their longevity with that piece. Yo, this is church on the block. Real talk about hip hop, the church on the streets. We were with some phenomenal DJs. Do you know a DJ? Do you know about DJs? Do you know what turntablism is? This is what we're talking about, right? One of the four visible elements of hip hop, turntablism, DJ. We're going to be right back. Yo, you're listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the street. Do not, you hear me? Do not touch that dial. Do not touch that knob. Don't unplug the Bluetooth. Stay right here with us. Welcome back. Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets, man. We're talking about DJs, turntablism. You know how people ask you, what are your top five? What are your top five? Tell me the DJs, because I couldn't think of that many. I don't think I'm top, top of my head real quick. Um, top five DJs that y'all, I mean, besides, you know, fresh, I mean, uh, Jazzy Jeff, uh, that I would say, uh, killing it. But, but what would you say your top five DJs are? Ooh, that's a tough list. Uh, I'm gonna put <laughs> Cubit, I'm gonna put DJ Cubit in there. I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put, uh, Bulu Master in there. Uh, rest in peace to DJ Eddie Mills, one of my mentors. Uh, I'm gonna put another Chicago DJ in there, DJ Fat Mike. And and then I'm gonna add in there one of my other favorite DJs, DJ Rock On, uh, uh, because yes, I yes. admire my brother, and yes. uh, it is always a pleasure when I get to hear my bro rock because he's just he got all that energy. So exactly, yep, yep. I remember one time at the Firefest, some out of nowhere you hear you hear uh, Rock On rocked uh, Beastie Boys, just the instrumental of uh, uh, Paul Revere, and Cat Kiss was like. Is this a new song? Where's this song from? I was like, y'all serious? <laughs> Give me your black card, your biracial card, your light-skinned card. Give me all of that. Because it's like, you don't know the Beastie Boy? And you just killed it. It was like, oh, it was incredible. Go ahead, Rock On. Top five. Man, I, it's, that's hard. It's hard uh, to uh, <laughs> hard to name top five. But I, I, I'll say that maybe the, the top five that maybe influenced me, um, I, I would say... Uh, DJ Premier, DJ Premier for his yeah. for his his producing and his um, his DJing. Um, I would say uh, DJ Pete Rock. You know, I, I love Pete Rock. Uh, DJ uh, <laughs> Kid Capri for his 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 ability yeah. to to rock a show. Um, um, DJ Rock Raider, rest in peace. Um, one of the one of the illest DJ like mm. the, the 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 show like he he was just like a DJ set king um, that can just do tricks. Uh, and I would say also Cuba. Hubert taught me how to DJ. Like he on, he had videos back in the early 2000s, how to DJ videos. And I would buy all them yes. DVDs and yes. everything from how to hook up your, how to hook up your DJ equipment. You know, you buy this equipment, like I don't know, this is before YouTube, this is before like all that. And so I remember yes. him helping me, uh, this is a baby scratch. This is a, you know, you know, all the, like, the, it's like, the, like, it's just he 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 helped and changed DJing. So those are my top five, yes. and there's many more that I left man, off the that's list. That's good but, history, right yeah. there, man. If he, hey. if he was on uh, YouTube today, he'd be getting paid. I'm sure he's still there. out there. I need to go look at look up his stuff. It, but there's so many so many DJs out there doing so many different things. But Qbert, man, the boy was it, it is bad. West Coast, bad. San, San Francisco <laughs> Bay Area. Yep, yep. 
Tink, so I got a question for you, uh, Rock On. So we was talking. So I know your influences come from from the East Coast, right? My influences come from the Midwest. Do you think the Midwest, because you've been here for a long time, has has changed or evolved your style of playing versus being totally influenced by East Coast back in the days? Yeah, I, I would say this. You know, I grew up. I was. A, I grew up an hour and twenty six minutes from the Bronx. So that's 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 how close I was to New York. But I think yeah. you know. But we but we were listening to we were listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know, they they they're from Midwest Cleveland. Um, you know, we we heard Twister. You know, uh, we heard Common. We we were like, oh, is he from New York? No, he's from Chicago. So I think we we, we there was there was love for the Midwest. Uh, and I know that's not necessarily always you know, shown or known, but there was, right. there was love for the uh, Midwest and it was love for um, the West coast. But I think as I've lived here now 20 years, I definitely have a deep appreciation for just the, the art, the, 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 the hip hop artists that, that are from Chicago, those who are, who've been signed, those who are not signed and those major, you know, I love chance the rapper, um, you know, and he's kind of grown on me because he embodies what a, uh, you know, an MC really is, you know, not just him, his ability to rap, but just ability to, to, to influence the culture. And um, so and obviously Kanye West, you know, he, he brought a whole new style of music. Um, so and his production, and all that stuff. So it's definitely I've, I've changed. I'm not just a East Coast guy or what, you know, I'm, I'm, I embrace every even down south, too, you know. Um, you know, gotta give love to the South, you know, Outkast and many, 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 many others. But um, <laughs> I want to hear, I'm, 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 I'm interested to hear Jay's top five. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, man. I know you said I can't add him on a list, but no top five list is complete without DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, exactly. He's at the top of the mountain. I'm sorry. So yeah. I'm starting there. Um, that's where I get. Yeah, that's where I get my whole thing from. Don't I'm ever rocking with Rock on. I'm like, he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. Right? Like I know the it. DJ yeah, go yeah, first, yeah, yeah. You know? Always. Uh, so Jazzy Jeff is at the top. DJ Premier, second for me. Um, I actually, I don't know how many people have ever heard her apart from Salt and Pepper, but Spinderella, oh, oh, Spinderella. is a cold DJ. A lot of people huh. don't know that because she had to do a lot of commercial stuff and they just had her in the back. But if you ever hear any of her mixes, She's actually really nice. So mm. I've always had her up there. Um, Pete Rock was next. Um, I had to put a Chicago DJ on there um, because DJ Rock On would have been on there too. But this is my guy, DJ Precise, who I actually finally got to do a joint with after years and years of knowing him. DJ Precise here in Chicago, man, he's a, I mean, he don't live in the shine no more, but like he's like back in the 90s, he was the DJ everywhere. Wow. Um, did, yeah, did everything. And so um, I did a joint with my, me and my boy, Corey, who went to Tuskegee with me, and we got DJ Precise to, to scratch on it. So I was super <laughs> geeky about that. So those are my top five, you know, just so I can think off my head right now. I probably miss somebody. I'm like, man, Grandmaster Flash got to be on there. But anyway, it's yeah. just so many names. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my, I, my honorable mention is DJ Official. Um, yes, sir. I, I, pl- I, played a, I played a joint this past Sunday. And rest in peace. But he also was one of those DJs that you could put him anywhere, and you know you he could he could he could rock a party anywhere in the church, you know, on the block, right. like. And he right. he he was he he taught me some skills when he came to the house back in two thousand four. Um, so I definitely he's my album mention. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Fish, fish. So, <laughs> so in in you know in the world that we're talking about now with with all the different 
styles of, of things. Do you think that there is, or maybe there already is, is there like a, a, a collective of DJs? Like we know that there are, are in Chicago, you know, you got different house DJs, that, the chosen few, right? And, 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 and Terrence, uh, you rock on, you know more about that world, but like, is there like, like, like crews, in other words, to keep this craft in people's faces and alive versus it being, we just saw so-and-so DJ at, at, at this concert and that was great. Oh, wow. Kid Capri. I never heard of him. Um, you know, um, African-American guy used to have a television show on uh, about raising his daughter. He was at this Capitol Jazz Fest and I saw him. Um, I didn't even know he DJed, but it's like there are certain crews, you know, like you talk about East Coast and West Coast, but are there crews of DJs? Um, Jarius, when he was with us, talking about the crews he battles with, he battles his one crew and is and with this other crew, but is there a culture that there within DJs that that is uh, embraced and, and recognized? So there used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, there probably still are some crews. Again, I think it's gotten taken over uh, big corporate style. So I remember when the technicians came out and they were huge. If you became a technician, you know, there were certain things that you had to already have. And everybody in Chicago wanted to be a technician. <laughs> and so because you couldn't be a technician, then other crews started, bigger crews started popping up. Mm-hmm. And so uh, wow. you ended up with the technicians. You ended up with soul selectors. You ended up with the bomb squad DJs, uh, core DJs. So you ended up with these corporate crews where it's like a hundred or 500 DJs a part of these crews. Um, so it's changed probably from what it was back in the days. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of wedding DJs. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, that's a, um, but I think, you know, to, to tease uh, Ruckus point. Yeah. I mean, the executors, the executors were, were a group which uh, rock Raider was, was a part of that. And they've done, they, They've done more shows, I think, kind of underground and overseas. And I mean, but I think there's a younger generation that's 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 emerging now because I'll say this. DJing is one of the elements that's innovative. It's it's creating. Now you can you can take a turntable and not even have needles. Right. I have the new it's called phase. Basically, it's digital and you have um, everything is digitized, but you still have your turntables, but you don't have a needle. So I think more and more. There's a there's a new one of the best um, DJs right now. He's 20 years old. He's from Australia. Um, he's a young young guy. His name is DJ um, DJ uh, uh, DJ. Uh, he goes by Q, not Cuber, but um, but he's from Australia, and he, he's a DMC champion, basically doing tricks. But he's teaching another generation, younger younger people, how to DJ. Uh, he did it a lot over the pandemic, you know. And um, and so there is it's just I think it's it's it's, it's going to emerge more as we get more of those who are interested in making beats that want to also be DJ. So I think you'll see more emerging um, in the near future. DJ Fuel, what's his name? Um, I can't. I got. I have to look up his name. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna share some some videos with Jay. With like, I was like, yo, look at this dude, man. He like at the time he was 17 years old. I'm like, he was amazing. So, but um, wow. Wow. I mean, I say all this because, you know, hip hop is who you are. Rap is what you do. You know, but when it comes to um, like the four elements, visual elements, you just wonder the sustainability of of the purity of it within each within the aspect of the culture. Right. So it's like there is a movement with 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 <coughs> with, uh, with with 
MCs, and, and, and there's a, you know, you got the Nas, you got the Wu-Tangs, you got the uh, Poor Righteous Teachers, you got LL, you got Common, you know, you got different MCs that are that way, but in the context of DJs. So something with DJs, I just wonder the sustainability around the culture. I mean, like, I don't necessarily have, I don't necessarily believe it has to be in a crew. Like, you're going to crew and you're going to keep the culture moving. But if the industry, industry's never really dictated hip hop to me. I mean, it's, it's captured it, it's, it's kidnapped it, but it never really doesn't mean that folks ain't still like purists to the game and even underground or what have you. <clears throat> but being able to say, this is what we do and how we're going to do it. I mean, there's jazz artists all over the country, but like, like we'll play in front of a porch. Um, on a Tuesday in the summertime, because they they want to bring jazz to the neighborhood, and then they may have their little bucket out there for food, but they're gonna they're gonna play they're gonna do a whole saxophone set. And my point is, is that they're gonna let the culture stay alive with without waiting on a particular permission anywhere, right? And so I'm saying that in the same context, like bringing that back. I was wondering just the the substance of like 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 you know you talked about certain like like certain DJs may just play the you know serratos or they may just do you know have 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 certain style certain certain thing but 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 there's an appreciation for what they're doing and how they're doing it you know within that culture it's just one of those kind of things like um not wanting it to fade because the industry hasn't uh created a space for it you know what i mean i want to just force that issue and bring that bring that up in, in that spot um i mean i just know that um that if the DJ isn't there, man, like, like, I mean, who's going, you would always ask, you would always ask, like, who, who's going to DJ? Who, who's going to, ah, uh, okay. All right, then, okay, I'll come for a little bit, <laughs> whatever the case may be. You know? right, right, right. You know, uh, I call myself trying to be a DJ. I think everybody in the hood at one time, if you had a party at your crib, you were trying to be a DJ. I was DJ Scribbles because my stuff was all over the place. It was, <laughs> I'm going from this song to that song. When nobody wanted, it was just stop. Just the girls, the girls, just stop. Just, just stop. Just play the song. Just, all right, then I, right. but just play you the know, whole album. Don't even mess think, with the album. I think that's why I know I got such a respect for the DJ because out of all of the elements of hip hop, it's the one I never tried, right? Like I've been uh. a draft writer, I'm an MC. You know what I'm saying? I was breaker, did all that stuff. <laughs> but I always looked at the DJ as like up here, right? Like yeah, not man. something, you don't just say, I'm going to be a DJ, right? Like that's got to be like a gifting, like I feel like. And I think I still have that kind of attitude about a DJ, right? Like I honor DJs. T, T both of y'all will know, if I'm with you, I'm carrying something. Like I'm never going to leave unless I can serve the DJ in some yeah. way. Can I carry a crate? Can I do something? Because yeah. I have that kind of honor and respect. Because to me, DJ is like the 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 beginning of the party. Like no right. DJ, no party. I remember <laughs> uh, Rock on uh, posted on social media. He was at a party at a barbecue at somebody's house and they didn't have no music. And he was like, yo, don't invite me to your house for a party or a get together. You don't have no music. That's not a party. That's just... A get together. It's just a time. <laughs> it's just a meeting. If you it's have no, if, if if you have no music uh, at your uh, barbecue, it's only a meeting. Right. Maybe a maybe a greeting. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, and I'll, I'll say this really quickly. We got to remember, you know, when we were we we, we were um, in during the pandemic, man. Shout outs to DJ D Nice, man. Woo. I mean, he kept he kept he kept this he kept America he kept the world going yeah. right. And and I think we got to remember, like like that 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 DJ he he did so much for people when people were like, man, I'm just I need some hope. So. We gotta yeah. remember, like, yeah, DJs are important, and, and go back. Let's go back two years ago and look at D Nice. What he did, you know, inspired many yeah. people. Yep. And not just him. Thanks. I mean, man, I, my timeline was full of DJs yes. uh, playing music, and man, I, it, it it is what kept me encouraged during the pandemic. Yeah. And it kind of gave me my my oomph to want to play some music. And start playing, start making mixtapes again. So That's during the up. pandemic, I popped yep. out three yep. house mixtapes. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. That's dope. Right. Right. Creativity. Yeah. Bring the I mean, ruckus. Like, hey, what up? Bring them back. <laughs> right. Bring them back, man. Hey, bring hey. the mother. Oh, wait. You got sorry. DJ Ruckus and DJ Rock on. We call ourselves TNT. <laughs> Yeah, T blows your mind. Where can we find you at uh, uh, DJ Rock on and, and everybody else? Where, where, where can we your handles at? You can find me um, uh, on Instagram, the real DJ Rock on, um, and I'm Terrence Jazzy on Facebook. But the real, <laughs> the, the real DJ Rock on. One of the hey, there's some the other, there's, there's there's others, but they they're not the real DJ Rock on. Right, right, right. There's Tell them, bro. And there's, you know, just the reality of having uh, uh, you on the show as a as a host and being able to have you come through as a gift to us, man. So, um, listen, these are these are bars I'm gonna drop, man. You already know what it is. Bars, DJ bars, talk to me, and more, more. bars. Michelangelo looked at a big, huge block of white marble in the. Uh, um, in, in, in the cathedral. And he looked at this and it had been sitting there for 35 years. No other sculptor had messed with this because they couldn't understand what to do with it because it was a hole on the left-hand side that almost went all the way through, but partially. But they, these other sculptors who saw this said they couldn't do it. Michelangelo, though, he took that imperfection and made it perfect. He turned that bad boy 20% to the left. And that little angle of turning it 20% to the left, he sculpted the phenomenal art that everybody knows as David in that stone. And when people said, how did you do it? He said, David was already in the stone. I just had to go get him. Yo, no matter what's happening in your life, no matter what imperfections you may have, God said, let me turn you 20% to the left because Jesus Christ knows the man of God, the woman of God that you are, and he will cut away the stuff to bring about the man of God, a woman of God that he called you to be. Y'all, Pastor Phil, we out. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We're back here, same time, same day, next week. Come with us. Tell them it's crazy in these streets. Tell them it's crazy.